0: mindset, mindset, which let's be honest, leaves us mostly in the nothing zone. Let's start making moves in a sustainable, joyful, and freeing way, one nugget at a time. So grab some coffee and let's dig into today's nugget. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to today's episode. Today, we are going to talk all about the vicious cycle of emotional eating. This is something that has been coming up on so many of the free research calls that I've been doing gearing up for this new coaching program that I am building out um, that is going to be ready very, very soon. And it's basically brought to mind that so many of us women are stuck in this vicious cycle of emotional eating, stress eating, and then wondering why we feel worse. And so, so many of the women that I spoke with about their mental health actually continually brought up their struggle with emotional eating and weight management and I brought it out of them towards the end of the call that a lot of the times the foods that we are actually choosing to emotionally eat or stress eat are actually making our symptoms worse. So for example, I struggled for years with binge, emotional, and stress eating. And I would start off my day with great intentions of how I wanted my day to go. And then some trigger would happen, right? In grad school, maybe it was a bad grade or a stressful exam or a problem with a friend or a problem with a boy I liked. Later on in life, it might've been like a sleepless night with a baby, a fight with my husband, you know, family issues, whatever it is, whatever triggers or stress come our way, we can then turn to food, right? If that is how how our brain is wired to handle emotions and stress, that is our default, right? And especially as moms, it is, quote, an acceptable coping mechanism, right? You're eating Oreos, you're eating your kid's goldfish, you're winding down for the night with some wine because of a hard day. Whatever it is, we emotionally turn to things that may not be great for our mental health. And so I would always numb with food. I would turn to food in times of stress and then I would wonder why I actually felt worse, why my brain felt foggy, why I felt sleepy, why I felt irritable and moody, why my IBS symptoms would be out of control and I felt even worse than when I started, right? Because then I was not only stressed about the sleepless night or you know, the family issue or a health problem or whatever it is, I was then stressed about how terrible I felt and how I couldn't mentally deal with those stresses that were coming my way. And then I finally realized that I wasn't doing anything beneficial my brain by creating these habits every time I was stressed. And I started digging into the brain as an actual organ and how I could eat for better brain health and eat in a way to help manage my anxiety and depression symptoms. Emotional eating can actually be a brain health issue because a healthy brain can support us better in choosing healthier coping mechanisms. Whereas when we are constantly training our brain to turn to food, that's only going to, you know, wire that that, you know, s- system in our brain where when you are stressed, you're going to go eat. When you are stressed, go to Panera and get some cookies. When you are stressed, go through the drive through And that's only going to rewire that habit more and more. Once we start prioritizing our brain health, we can see food as a powerful tool to help us versus our enemy. I used to view food as my enemy. I'd be like, great, I'm going to go binge again because I'm feeling so stressed out again. And then I started changing that script in my brain. I started flipping the script to, how can I use food for me and not against me? And this helped me feel more stable with my moods and better able to manage the stress because whether we like it or not, stress is part of our everyday life. We live in a broken world. We are going to have anxiety. We're going to have stress. We're going to have periods of these emotions like overriding us, right? But we don't want it to derail us. So many of the moms that I talked to said, you know, I know that the stress is going to come. I know that my anxiety is going to, something is going to trigger it throughout the day, but I don't want it to derail my entire day. And I think that's fair, right? We don't need to go through the day as a mom feeling stressed and anxious and irritable all the time. We can eat in a way that will help us manage these symptoms better along with you know therapy, along with medication if you're on medication, along with vitamin D and walks outside and meeting with a friend. Food can be another tool in our toolbox to healthfully manage these symptoms of anxiety and depression that come our way. Because once we learn how to manage them better, we'll build a better foundation so that when stress comes, we won't automatically turn to the food. We'll start developing a stronger foundation of nutrition and habits that help support the woman that we want to be. Because this is possible. So many women that I spoke with really desire to get better at this, develop the skill of managing their symptoms in a healthful way so that they don't constantly turn to things that are actually hurting them. Because truth be told, the foods that we usually stress eat are not carrots or apples or broccoli, right? The foods that we usually stress eat are Oreos, chips, goldfish, cookies in the pantry, whatever it might be. And those foods are actually aggravating our brain health. Now I talk a lot about Food freedom, addition, nutrition, and building a strong foundation. And I still believe that when your foundation is nourished, you know, once in a while, cookie is different. But there's a difference between raiding your pantry at three p.m. because of stress and eating a whole box of Chips Ahoy versus baking cookies with your kid at night and having you know one or two cookies mindfully and intentionally in a time of joy and you know celebrating that time with your kids. It's totally different, right? I always think about like ten p.m. eating ice cream in my in my kitchen by myself in the dark was a totally eating different experience than taking my kids out for an ice cream cone, you know, to kick off our summer, totally different. And so remember that what we do most of the time is what matters. So if most of the time you are choosing brain health foods and choosing foods that are going to give your brain that strength to handle the stress, you will be better able to handle that stress and your body will be more resilient. Your brain will be more resilient because you will be eating for that organ that actually impacts your mental health. Your brain impacts your mental health. So why not feed it good nutrient dense building blocks so that you can build a better brain? And so if you are interested in more topics like this, stay tuned because I'm going to be chatting a lot more about this. I have my new program coming out soon that I'm already chatting with a few women about next week. We have some, some calls booked, um, to chat all about this new way of eating nutritional strategies to help mental your, men, to help manage your mental health symptoms in a better way. And again, just as another tool in your toolbox because why not support yourself as much as possible, right? We keep using food against us a lot in this world. Food is everywhere, right? These indulgent, um, super palatable foods that are delicious, but when they take over, when you feel out of control around them and they start dictating your day, that's when it can really derail our brain health and our mental health overall. And so stay tuned, scroll down to the show notes. If you wanna dig deeper into this you know, on a one-on-one level, like as it applies to your life and your habits and the way that you want to help manage your symptoms better, you can always book a one-on-one call with me or apply for higher level one-on-one coaching um, because that will really help us get out of this vicious cycle of emotionally eating the foods that are actually making our emotions worse and so I hope this podcast was helpful for you make sure to share with friends if it was and I will chat with you guys next time bye friends